0: Hey guys welcome back to the K show and for today's episode we're going to be talking about how to write a successful query letter and a synopsis particularly the long synopsis and not every agent may request this in the very beginning but i think it's something that you should have so let's get into it all right so for the agent query letter it's probably one of the most stressful letters uh, that you'll ever write <laughs> for your writing career. Uh, I have my master's in English and my project, <laughs> my graduating project dissertation or whatever wasn't as challenging as the agent query letter. But I think that's because one, I didn't even do a dissertation. I chose to write 50 pages towards a young adult novel I was working on. And so I had an option. I'm not your girl that feels like researching. I'm gonna just be honest. So I took the easy way out, (laughs) praise the Lord, but I still got my master's so it doesn't matter. But I think it's so important to talk about this because I find that a lot of writers really, really get stressed with this query letter and what's crazy is the manuscript itself is stressful enough. And I think that query letters are overwhelming and I think the biggest reason is because you have to take your 70,000 word book and condense it into like this 250 to 300 word 300 word letter. God forbid if you wrote a sci-fi novel because <laughs> now you gotta take 150,000 words and condense it into 250 words. But there's some tips that I think can help you. Here's the thing. I have credibility how I had an MJ manuscript, Um, MJ, MG, sorry. This, basketball girl i'm thinking about basketball but i had a middle grade manuscript that was requested um by five agents actually one was a partial um and i didn't even include that i also was able to get it read by two editors at penguin random house so while everyone passed on it i still was able to get their attention to get the request at the end of the day we're in a very subjective business and so if someone passed it doesn't mean you did anything wrong and it doesn't mean your writing wasn't strong sometimes it's just i have learned if an agent can say no they will you can have your manuscript professionally edited. You could have had it go through rounds and rounds of beta readers and critique partners. It could be probably one of your best works, but if an agent can pass, they will. And what that means is just that if I don't, if I have to choose between like my current clients and current contract negotiations and my schedule, and there's a project that I am not like 100% invested in, I'm gonna pass on it, but it doesn't mean anything about your writing. Agents pass on great writers all the time, and I think it's so important to hear that. So here's some tips that I came up with when I thought about my query letter, which I'm actually gonna share with you guys. So my current manuscript, Storms of Love, is out on submission to two agents right now. It was, I did have two full requests, one from an editor uh, at Sourcebooks and one also from one of my dream agents, and they both passed as well, but it's okay. That's why we keep trying. But I still feel like I know what it takes to write a great query letter. And so the first tip I want to give you is you have to find something to connect you with the agent. I know if I was the agent, which is actually my one-year goal, I really am praying to become a literary agent within a year. So by spring of 2023, your girl is going to be an agent. Okay, I'm speaking it. I'm working on it. I'm doing the work. I'm getting it done because that's what I do. Okay, so... I know if I was an agent, I would want you to query me, not just because you know that I represent your genre, but pull me in, make me want to read your book. Every agent that I submit to, I try to find something. If I don't write like why I'm writing this particular agent, it's only because I literally could not find a connection. But 90% of my submissions have some type of connection to it. So whether it's because like one agent, I'm like, oh, you from Pennsylvania, too? Who, who? And, you know, they we didn't go to the same college, but she did go to actually a rival school. I went to Temple. I'm not going to say that rival school's name, but she went to a rival school. And so a lot of times when people see these two colleges together, they already know what it is. So I kind of threw that in there um with one agent i was able to see like that she like me wanted to see little girls be able to feel represented so she is a a agent of color and she was just like I never thought I would be an author or an agent. And I didn't think it was possible for someone like me. And I shared in that. I was like, oh my gosh, I know how you feel. I too want to like, want little girls to be able to realize that they can live this dream as well. And so that was like a way that I caught her attention. So with all of that being said, find a connection. Um, it can be as simple as just reading their bio and like, Oh my gosh, we have this in common and we have this in common. Um, it could even be that you went and you found that they represented a book in the, in your genre and you said, Hey, I'm, I'm writing to you because you represented X, Y, and Z by X, Y, and Z. And I think you'll enjoy this book because it has these three elements that are similar. That doesn't mean you have to have read the book, um, but it could just mean that you know enough about it to compare your title to it. And I have learned agents really love that. So if you have something, that's great. One of the things about this is that once you have an agent requested, you can always just say, hey, I'm sending you this next project because you requested a previous project. And that is something that I did with one of the agents with this book this time around, she did a pass on it, but I was able to say, Hey, you requested my middle grade manuscript. I think you'll like this, blah, 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 blah okay so find a connection there should be some type of connection or chemistry if you don't have it like what's the point in querying the agent you know what I mean um and look and this will at least pull the agent in to get to the bottom of the letter like and, and nothing nothing else you want them to get to the bottom of the letter okay my second tip is to keep it short sweet and punchy I am a fan of like pitches, elevator pitches and log lines. I think every writer should know how to write elevator pitches and log lines. Your elevator pitch is your 60 second pitch. Your log line, in Hollywood we call them log lines. It's literally one to two sentences that sums up your entire script. And I write them for my book. I write them for all of my manuscripts, all of my books because I feel like you should be able to discuss this if someone was standing in front of you right now and you had say a publisher from simon and schuster and you only had two minutes on the elevator with them 60 seconds to tell your pitch and 60 seconds to tell them about who you are you want to make sure that you can get in there and get it done so i'm going to read my pitch because i don't feel like just like trying to memorize this so this is my 60 second pitch for storms of love my christian romance novel that is now you know out there circulating Ellie McNeil, a hairstylist and entrepreneur, finds her faith in God and love put to the test when she meets real estate investor Jeremiah Lewis. As Jeremiah begins to peel back the layers of her childhood trauma with his unconditional love, Ellie has to decide whether she will lean into this newfound love or turn her blessings over to the voice of fear boom bam thank you ma'am okay like I worked on that so long to get it down to like reading like that <laughs> and it's not easy okay but make sure like you get it in there and yes you should memorize it you, you should like to be honest but in this case because you're submitting to an agent you don't have to memorize it you just have to get it on paper and submit it via email or whatever the case may be now After that is your synopsis. So it's usually like that next paragraph and you want to make sure it's short, snappy, straight to the point. So I'm going to read mine. Taking place in Los Angeles and Philadelphia, storms of love takes you on a journey through the lives of two people who discover that love doesn't always come riding in on waves of I love you and a bed of roses. Sometimes, most times, love comes crashing in, touching the pain in your life in ways that will make you desire more of it and run from it at the same time okay yes ma'am we celebrating that okay. so like the reason why i'm excited about it is because i started this journey 12 years ago and i remember like my prayer letters were not punchy like that like they were long they were if if, if an agent said up to 500 words my query letter went to the 500 words okay I didn't know how to do it in this little bit of space okay I was taking up all the space all the time I was getting it popping and so I'm sure (laughs) like there should be some growth after 12 years right and so I am just one of those people who believe like just keep working on it until you get it right but make sure like your synopsis is short but highlight the key details including like eye grabbing sentences so for me I feel like that line sometimes most times love comes crashing in touching the pain in your life in ways that will make you desire more of it and run from it at the same time Uh, first of all that's kind of love i want thank you future hubby. where you at i see you boom and then like i told some important details it takes place in los angeles and philadelphia it takes you on a journey through the lives of two people so you know that you have two main characters And then it also talks about like the love that they're going to go through. My pitch sentence also tells you about them. Ellie is a hairstylist. She's an entrepreneur. She's a podcaster, right? She also, Jeremiah, the love, he is a real estate investor. And then it talks about like how he comes into her life and peels back the layers of her childhood trauma. Listen, it's a lot going on in these two paragraphs, but I believe it's what caught the attention of the agents who requested it, as well as... editor okay lastly you want to pull on other creative works there's this thing out there i've seen it on twitter where it seems like there are some writers who despise like people using like movies to compare their books but i i don't or their book yeah i don't think that that's a big deal i actually think that that's something you should do here's why if i'm honest there's not a lot of black Christian romance novels out there that agents will be familiar with. So I know a lot of black writers who like self publish and black writers who might be with like ebook publishers, right, but there is a lot of black erotica romance that I could possibly compare it to, but I don't write sex, I don't write erotica. So I would prefer to just pull from things that maybe, an agent would be familiar with and in fact the editor at source books that read my book she wrote i think her tweet said i would love something in the vein of like sylvie's love okay and so at the end of the day there are agents who actually also put it out there or agents or editors who say i would love something in the vein of this movie or this movie or this movie so let's not like don't worry about if you see tweets out there like that, they can be discouraging and make you think you're doing something wrong. I disagree. I am a screenwriter at heart. And so I feel like whatever way is like great for you to show your movie. I'm sorry. Show your book. <laughs> if you have these movies or TV shows, do it, especially if they're mainstream or if they're familiar with them. So with that being said, I'm going to read my sentence that I wrote right before um, I wrote my bio. Complete as 72,000 words, Storms of Love can be best described as brown sugar meets Sylvie's love. Now, here's the thing. I took a a little bit of a chance because Sylvie's love is a period piece. If you've never seen it with Tessa Thompson, and I'm sorry, I cannot think of the gentleman that played her love interest, but it's a period piece. And what that means is there's a certain time frame. I think it was like from the 70s or something like that so when i use the reference of sylvie's love i'm not saying that it's based in that time frame but the part that i'm talking about is the way they had a common love for music if you've never seen sylvie's love you know they met in a record store her father's record store the guy comes in he's a jazz player he's a musician and they fall in love And in my book, Ellie and Jeremiah, they're both like in love with film. Um, And also there are some other elements that I was tying in, like, you know, this whole thing, there's a little girl involved in Sylvie's love. And even though the way that little girl came about was a little different, there's a little girl named Zoe in my story that pulls these two people closer together. So I took kind of a chance because the agent doesn't know what I'm like referencing at first glance when they see that. But Brown Sugar, baby listen, Brown Sugar, yes, Brown Sugar, their love of music too. Um, you know, you had Sanaa Lathan's character with Taye Diggs' character. They both loved hip hop. They both, they grew up together. They had this dope love of hip hop. So I kind of compared it to that because Brown Sugar and you know, my book Storms of Love, they had that commonality. These are two, you know, young, fresh people. They're millennials. They both are in the industry. They both love again, Hollywood and films. They're actually, they meet on a romantic comedy. So it's kind of like just pulling on certain elements of those movies. I would encourage you to only do it if it's like really close. It doesn't have to be exactly like it, but it should be close. Um, And it's okay to use movies like I said, but this also to me shows that you know that there's, there's a market. Like I know that the women who love Brown Sugar and Sylvie's Love would love my book. Now again, there's no sex <laughs> in my book. Um, I don't remember if Sylvie's Love had any real like deep sex scenes. I know Brown Sugar had a couple, a couple of them. But again, the point isn't on that part, but I know that people, there's an audience out there for Brown Sugar and Sylvie's Love that possibly would really enjoy my book. So. I say do it, just don't just do it to be doing it though. Like you, you gotta be real careful about that because sometimes I can see why some writers feel like you shouldn't do it because I think people start to harp on it too much and they're just using movies that could possibly be but they're not really doing the research. So if you're gonna pull on other creative works, I I mean, hey, I dare you to be different but just make sure it makes sense. And don't, you don't have to do this. I've, I've done this for, literally probably every project I've ever pitched with the exception of like my first two um there's a book my book the Clover Chronicles Battling Breland I literally complete compare that to like Everything Everything by uh, Nicola Yoon and I think The Fault in Our Stars and even though like The Fault in Our Stars was about cancer my character Breland has lupus and then her love interest is a paralyzed basketball player right so i kind of tied in how they're both struggling with like an illness or something that's keeping them from really living the lives they want to live that was the fault in our stars comparison and then like everything everything of course with Nicola Yoon, you know that is a um, romance novel and the young lady in there is also sick so i hope these tips helped you now let's get to the long synopsis and then we're gonna wrap this up here's the thing about the long synopsis okay so the long synopsis is so the the short synopsis is like that one page right it's the one page that you would see on the back of the book most agents will ask for that I know a lot of agents who use query manager they'll say paste your short synopsis here and that's what they're referring to but then you have some agents who literally at the very beginning they say I want to know the end I want to know it and so every agent asks for something different. I have had some agents only ask for two or three pages and I literally had two or three pages. My most recent request from an agent who requested, you know, a partial, she they want five to six pages. So I had to stretch that bad boy out. <laughs> um, but here's the thing, the long synopsis, I encourage you to read long synopsis. I have no problem if you would like to see one of my old ones, I have no problem sending you. I, I wouldn't send you the one for uh my book that's being read now but i do have one for like my mg manuscript as well as for the ya romance that i wrote that i was just mentioning battling Breland*. Um, it's, it's one of those things where you have to really sit down and you have to be able to read like the full thing in one sitting and literally have the ending. So if you can't like read it and digest it in one sitting and you don't feel like you're hitting on any key points, then the agent's not going to be able to understand it. I think the biggest thing you want to have in that long synopsis is every major plot point every character a synopsis introduces all the characters and that's what I did so this is when you like highlight you'll write it out but in bold letters when you get to the new character you you say in this chapter you know this introduces so and so the sister now it is not something that you're doing chapter by chapter let's just make that clear (laughs) but you're just hitting on all the major plot points So. You guys know that this is something that I do and so I offer this service. You can go to girlsanthem.biz and you can go to literary services and then you can go to the pricing page and it'll show you. I actually help people with their query and synopsis. Make sure that you you send me a message or if you just click on it, it'll take you to the contact page if you click on the price um it's actually a great service to invest in because yeah your first impression is everything um so be sure you go to the website make sure you click on that uh services page and you will see i offer either i can coach you through it which is 250 or I can just review your query in your short and long synopsis. It all it comes with all of that, and I can just give you feedback on it, which is two twenty-five. But either way, it's a great thing to invest in because you'll you'll only get this one impression. Um, and right now, um, I don't have any specials for that, but I do have specials for consulting. So right now, my consultations they are ninety dollars for forty-five minutes. This is not like a query consultation or anything like that. This is just a regular consultation where you're sitting and you're speaking with me for 45 minutes to go through like anything you wanna discuss regarding your book. The reason why these are two separate things is because the query and synopsis service costs what it costs. So, because consultation is not the actual service. This is where you get the chance to write out a bunch of questions and see how I can help you as your literary coach. And of course, I am looking forward to like your feedback on this video. Let's talk about that. Do you compare movies? Um like do you how do you do that? Like I know with me in Hollywood my last tv pilot that i had that circulate in hollywood i literally compared grace's daughters that's the name of it i said this is girlfriends meets seventh heaven okay (laughs) and i get it it makes sense because it's in tv but listen you got to be creative you got to catch people's attention so give me your feedback. Tell me what you think in the comments. How do you query? Have you gotten rejections? What do you think? Uh, have you learned anything from this video that you feel like, oh, maybe I can add this to my query letter and it'll make it better? It's your girl, Maya K. Make sure you follow me at Ryan Maya, and I will be back with another video very soon.